Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Battlefield Show. I am Scott Gibson your Commander-in-Chief, guiding you through the battlefield of life. You know what you're here for. No more messing about. Stick the tape in. Hit the track. Onwards! How you doing, team? We are live inside the Battlefield Show quarantine bunker. Um, Things have changed for us all, I can imagine, in the last few days. Um, I'm now in the situation... My my wonderful missus is now working from home, which has... Shone a light on how little I do during the day. <laughs> I'm sure there are a number of people who work from home. Now, when I say work from home, I don't. I obviously don't mean people like me. Yes, technically I work from home, but let's be honest. What what work do I do? Yeah, nah. Other than recording this podcast, um, and obviously writing. You know, world-recognised, award-winning comedy. Eh? What do I do? Fuck all! And it's it's hard to... explain. You know? You've got got to say, look, don't don't judge me. It's like like in school, right? When they would say, even if you can't answer the question, just push it down because you'll get, you know, you'll get marks for your working. Well, in life, you don't get marks for your working. Right? You get marks for the end product. Okay? So don't judge me on a day-to-day basis of how little I do. Judge me on the fucking gold that is delivered come show night. Now, I mean, you should even be more impressed by how good my fucking stand-up is with the actual little amount that I put into it. You know? I'm blessed. Is what I'm saying to you. I was touched by God on the way down, you know. The angels took me to the edge of the cloud. The stalks were ready. And before I flew off, he went, whoa, 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 what, what one's that? And he went, that's uh, 735422, uh, Governor. And he went, give me that gun here. Wallop, you know. 
put his horn on me. God put his hand upon me. And, uh, you know, I can tell jokes and stories. But I hope you are surviving. I hope those of you who have a, a, a setup, a structure in place that allows you to work from home and your world's been rocked by the, the influx of your, your family, whether it be your partner, whether it be your, your children, you know, your your uh, your safety, your sanctity is in, is in ruin, you know? So, my thoughts and prayers are with you in this difficult time. And if there's anybody out there who uh, is thinking to herself, you know, hey, I, I, I can't wait till my missus comes and works for home because it'll be fucking, you know, it'll be sexy time all round. <laughs> That's not a case, man. We're fucking avoiding an apocalypse. We should be watching, you know, World War Z, Zombieland. What else? Fucking Dawn of the Dead, right? We need to be, we need to be researching because I know it's a cold, right? I know it's wiping out pensioners, the vulnerable, and Premiership footballers. But eventually, has no one seen I Am Legend? Has no one seen I Am Legend? Eh? Oh, start circling. We've cured cancer and all that. Nick can't get cancer anymore. The next minute, he's got an Alsatian and there's the fuckies. What about a, a DVD shop? Is that is that what's going to happen to us? We're sitting here bitching going, there's no fucking bogrel. Well, guess what, mate? Seen two months, you're going to be walking about a fucking blockbuster with a Jack Russell on your own. Some Disney feel right. Now, listen, I'm not saying I'm a fucking tinfoil hat cunt, right? But something isn't right today. Now, I have a smartphone. Get me, eh? I'm not showing off. Most of us have one. I don't understand technology. I'm not very technology-minded. My uh, amazing missus today, like I said, we set up the office, right? She, We have um, her actual office. It's not far from the house. Um, and the IT guy brought everything over today. Um, she's one of the people who is able to work from home. And uh, it's like it's like something out of fucking I don't know Cobra. Just get a super fast PC, man. You know, because these fucking designers need to be designing three monitors as if she's guiding in fucking satellites. So let's set up the dining room table. Thank God we moved to the bigger house because if we'd been any old gaff with us, it would have gone mad. But. Um, what was I saying there? Fuck us. Aye, sorry, right, so, I can't turn off uh, news from my phone. Um, I keep getting things pinged up, Sky News, fucking this news, that news, you know, constantly, right? Because fear is the way they control us. And if you haven't figured that out by now, then I hope the virus takes you, because you're a fucking moron, right? All these people out buying... 600 bog rolls. Fuck you. You're the type of cunt that should get the virus. The virus. Is it no is it no mental that we're now just using this as normal language? I mean I heard that fucking Ur Benedict's got the virus. This is it doesn't feel like real life. It doesn't feel, I can't be the only one that thinks it doesn't feel like real life. I watch the news, as we all do, and there is Hysteria 
you know. I also, um, because I'm a fan of, of the work, I, I followed quite a lot of American comics. And can I just say, if you thought we were mental in this country, the Americans, they they have cornered the market when it comes to fucking nut jobs, man. Some of the shit that people are coming out with, you're like, fucking calm down, man. Now, I don't know again if it's because I see some of the stuff in the news, I look out my window, and everything seems normal. I walk the tour manager in the morning, we went to the shop today, you know, there's stuff in the shop. So I, I haven't really been exposed to, you know, the the madness of, yes, we've all seen the videos, right? Hey, listen, we, we all enjoy a good fucking scrap in a supermarket. We're only human, right? There's nothing better than a good Black Friday punch-up for a Black Punt TV. Nothing better. If you can throw in a bit of pensioner on pensioner action over a two-ply fucking Andrex, yes, please. But I I haven't seen it from from myself. With my own eyes. I've not seen it. You know, I saw a delightful one yesterday of, of an old woman. I'll say she's a pensioner. An old woman. Slapping. Slapped her. Slapped a fucking cow to get bog roll off her. I thought, go on, Becky. That's what we need. We need strong pensioners out there kicking fuck out millennials for bog roll. <laughs> that's what the world's coming. That's that's what it's that's what's happening. I never thought it would end like this. I didn't. I thought it would end like well, a fireworks display or just a fucking, just an explosion or just, just go to your bed one night and then darkness. I never thought it would end like this. Slowly, it's almost a more painful way to go out. You know? And now I've just seen as well, breaking news. Fucking Amazon has, is shutting down the warehouse. You can't even get an Amazon delivery now. For fuck's sake! So, as I was saying, the news item's coming through, right, and it's pinging out every two minutes. It feels as if we should start, like, you know, like the People's Postcode Lottery or the fuck, that kind of thing. It feels as if we should start up, like, a, a Chinese death zombie, right? A fucking COVID-19, La Caronia death lottery, okay? It's a five or a skull. You get a number through the post, and then every day we call off how many are infected and how many are dead and if you've got it right you fucking you win a car eh or a day out at the beach a bottle of fresh air (laughs) I thought do you know what I'm shouting I'm shouting in case internet goes down see if the fucking internet goes down we're all fucked everything's fine you know because I've still got Netflix, I've not got Apple TV, we'll talk about that in a minute. Everything's fine, I can record, I'm rec- I'm speaking to you, the masses, right? There's at least 14 people listening to this podcast, the masses! But if men are getting good, internet goes down, we're fucked. That's when the, the human race will be pushed to its limit, if, if their Wi-Fi connection went down. So yes, the news. So one thing pinged through and I saw it, and you, you may have seen this yourself, you may have even been experiencing it, it said that EE02 
uh, Vodafone and Tesco Mobile, who I believe use O2, so obviously that's why, have seen large outages, right, or problems with their, their service on Tuesday. Now, the only mobile phone provider that didn't have problems was three. Three. Let that sink in for a minute. The only phone provider that didn't have problems was the Chinese one. No, I'm no saying. I'm here. Listen, come in close. I'm no saying for a minute that this coronavirus is some way for the the Chinese to control us, you know. I'm just saying, fucking watch your cunt. <laughs> Have you seen this stuff? It's <laughs> fucking, I don't trust them, I mean, I fucking don't trust them, mate. They eat chicken feet, for fuck's sake. They eat, my granny used to say, never trust a cunt that eats chicken feet, and she was right. <laughs> Have you seen the thing that's gone around about the reason the virus is happening is because of 5G? Have you seen this? This is glorious, man. This is what happens when you when you don't give people the information. And again, this is if, if people can't see this, then there's fuck all I can do for you. Do you know what I mean? The, the reason... I've seen people getting angry about the, the government. I've seen people ang- get angry about the media. N- there's no benefit from the British press, world press, or the, or any government telling you the truth. There's no benefit in that. Because they need you afraid. They need you on edge. Because then, when you come through it all, and everything comes in again, you're like, oh, they fucking saved us, that big fucking Tory cunt. So he did, that big mad shagging bastard, fucking 14 wins. He fucking saved us, that fat fucking Tory bastard. And then you vote the cunt in again. Right? Or you're scared so you go and buy toilet roll or fucking hand sanitizer when you've never sanitized your hands in your fucking life. And you spend money and it's in the economy. There's no point in telling you the truth. And if people kind of see past the scaremongering, after everything that we've had, especially in this country, we've come through the independence referendum, which was, the, I mean, the fact that fucking nobody went to jail over that is an absolute joke. The way the media in this country fucking went out in their fear-mongering. Then we've had everything with the last election and we've had Brexit and yet still people see stuff in the fucking British media and go, oh, good God, Willie, the fucking world's doomed. Even the new on Sky News, right? Sky News at this moment in time They've got a picture up here of an empty airport, right? Okay, fine, fair enough, right? But you need to remember all of these pictures, everything is, this isn't just, this hasn't just happened, you know, nobody's just stumbled across that. They have taken the time, this is planned and it's thought out. They've got, they specifically picked this picture to add to it. And the headline is that Britain's advised to avoid all non-essential foreign travel for 30 days. Now that's obvious. There are other countries who have just fucking shut down. Nay cunt in, nay cunt out, nay do leave! Nay fucking leave. And again, I, I, I don't know if people 
are understanding how important this is. I know, if I'm being honest with you, I don't even know how fucking bad it is. But where would you be going anyway? Non-essential travel. And then straight under again, UK coronavirus cases. 1,950. 1950 confirmed cases, up 407 in 24 hours. Now, how many of that did? That's, that's, again, that's what I want to know. How many of them are dead? Because if I say to you, listen, there's nearly 2,000 confirmed cases in the UK. Well, 2,000, that's maybe a big number. Is it a big number? There's fucking what? Nearly 70 million people in the UK. What's 2,000? Fuck all. It's a King's Theatre. As of Tuesday morning, over 50,000 people, 50,442 people were tested for COVID-19, the coronavirus, in the UK, and 48,492 tested negative. I mean, first of all, when you look at some a country like Taiwan, right? No Taiwan, fucking South Korea, when they're testing 20,000 people a day. A day! And we've only tested, what, just over 50,000. What the fuck's going on there? But then even out of all that, there's only 1,950 confirmed cases in the UK. I mean, out of all that, out of that number, 1,950, 56 have died. 56. I'm no, in no way am I speaking ill of the dead. And if you've lost somebody through coronavirus, then, you know, it's, it's a terrible thing to lose anyone in any fucking way. But 56 people out of a country that is, what, nearly 70 million? It doesn't feel like a lot. Am I wrong? Am I wrong in saying that? It doesn't feel as if... It doesn't feel like it, it, it requires this level of fear that is around us. Now, obviously, nobody fucking wants to die. And if there's certainly something you can do to avoid spreading it, we should. But it does feel as if there is a real, a genuine fear in the street. A perfect example, I was walking uh, the tour manager this morning, right, and I was going to go to the shop because uh, I need sugar, need a bag of sugar, you know what I mean? And uh, walking down the road, Road's quiet, but where I am now in Edinburgh, it's quite a quiet bit anyway. So a few people walking kind of outside. Just a normal fucking Tuesday morning, right? There was no eeriness, you know, no fucking people posting pictures going, oh my God, the street's so quiet. It's half past four in the fucking morning. Of course it's quiet. And I I, um, I sniffed and I, I inhaled a bogey. Now, I don't know what the medical term for that is. Um, sometimes it happens, you get a wee, a wee tickle in your nose and you sniff in and a fucking meaty, you know, thick bit of protein fires down the back of your throat. No, you know, one of two options, right? You can swallow it, okay? But hey, you know, I, I'm no I'm no here to judge people, but I'm not a fan of swallowing. So you, you kind of huck it up, right? And then you grog out the fucking, the bogey. No. I did that, I, sne- I snorted it in, I went, and then I fucking spat it out, and I was coughing for a couple of seconds after, and the looks I was getting, 
the looks I was getting for people as if he's getting, he's getting the virus. I've, I've spat out a bogey, mate, right? Now, you can't tell people, you can't go, oh, I've spat out a bogey. We're just, we're just judging people. Straight away, we're judging, somebody coughs, you're like, fucking get in the house. This is, this is my point. We don't even know, nobody even actually knows what the fucking symptoms are. I've, I've, heard, I've heard people sneezing and going, oh, that's me away. That's that, that's me away. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I'm gonna find it. That's me away. That's me away. No kiss. Stop sneezing. One's a kiss. Two's a kiss. Three's a disappointment. Three's a disappointment. Well, that's me away. I'm gone. Nobody even knows what the fucking symptoms are. Dry cough. Yes. Fever. No fucking hucking up bogies. Easy, I think. See anybody who I have seen, like celebrity wise, like fucking Idris Elba. Or these premiership footballers going, I'm sorry to tell you that I've got the virus. Nobody fucking cares, okay? Fuck off, right? We, we, see, after this is all, you know, the dust is settled, right? And it's all cleared. Everyone needs to kind of re reassess life a bit, right? See, celebrities and sports people, they need to be told, nobody gives a fuck, all right? Because... Now, more than ever, if you can't realise there's far more important things in life than a fucking millionaire who kicks a ball or a millionaire who can do a voice on screen pretending to be somebody else, nobody gives a fuck. So, act, we'll watch the films, that'll distract us, kick the ball, but other than that, we don't care. And here's the other problem I've got with it. I just want everyone to know that I've got, uh, I've got the coronavirus. Nobody cares. The fuck all rang on him. Who was the Chelsea boy, Hudson Adoy? Um, I've got the virus. Let's fuck all rang on cunt. You know? So if it's if, if somebody came up on screen and half their face was melted, right? Or they had like a fucking a, a horn grown out going, ah, you're not going to believe us, I've got the virus. You'd be like, Jesus Christ, man, fucking lock the windies coming off the balcony. They look fine. It seems to be if you're healthy enough and you get the virus, you fucking have a bowl of chicken soup, you go to sleep for a fortnight and you wake up, you're hunky-dory. Then after that, you're Iron Man. You can't get it again. And if that's the case, you can't get it after you've got it, should we not just fucking get it? Should some cunt for the fucking government not just come round the door, open it up, fucking splat, there you go. See you in a fortnight. We're, we're sorted. It's the fear, it's the hysteria that keeps you going, man. Remember Ebola, right? Remember Ebola? And cunts were fucking, cunts were melting. You know? They were like a fucking, a cheese toasty. Hot off the press. Crispy on the outside. Open them up. Molten lava in the middle. Cunts were fucking melting. Boiling the bag chicken. And there, was, there, was no, there wasn't this level of hysteria then. And do you know why? Because it was killing poor black people, that's why. Oh, I said it. Yeah, I'll say it. Difference with this one. It's not it's no even on the same level as like Ebola or SARS. It's not even in the fucking same level. It, it's different in that the spread is far greater. But the virus itself doesn't even fucking compete. If Ebola and SARS are fucking... Premiership, right? Top of the league, right? 
the fucking the best you can get Real Madrid and Barcelona of the world fucking coronavirus is Dumbarton it's nothing but why are we so worried about it why are we so fearful why is the media so fearful because it kills rich white people rich white people on a cruise ship who in my opinion deserve to die But fuck knows what's going to happen, man. Fuck knows. It feels... There's a real uncertainty of it, and that's what's fearful. I'm I'm trying really hard not to kind of think about it too much. Gigs have been cancelled left, right and centre. The diary's been fucking obliterated. You know? My fear now is that, again, being self-employed, some of you can maybe relate if you are self-employed. One of the joys of being your own boss is that you are constantly chasing money. That's it. You're constantly doing work and then having to chase people to pay you for that money. Every week, man. The the amount of my time I spend chasing invoices is fucking disgusting. It's disgusting, you know? And now the fear is that because there's no money, and I'll just be honest with you, there's no money coming in the foreseeable future. The fear they know that I've got at this very moment is that people who owe you money are obviously going to be in the same boat, so they're maybe not going to pay it out, and you're going to hit with excuses. And it's a genuine fear, man. People are losing their jobs. I saw a thing the other day about fucking Virgin Atlantic asking their staff to take eight weeks unpaid leave. What the fuck? And this is the problem. They get you in that situation where you feel as though you can't say no. You know what I mean? We want you to take uh, two months unpaid. Oh, no, stick up your ass. Okay, you're fired. You've got no job. It's hard, man. And yes, we're all in the same boat. But, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's no comforting. It's no comforting. Because you still worry how you're going to pay your bills. You know? You worry about when is it going to start back up again? Especially in my industry. When is it going to start back up again? When are people going to feel safe to return to crowds? Are they unsafe at the moment? I, I still don't know. And then you maybe think to yourself, right, by the time it gets back in its feet again, say maybe in a couple of months, say we're lucky it's like two or three months. If you have been fucked in the arse financially for three months, the last thing in your mind is going to be going to a gig. Realistically, that's the last thing in your mind. Because I can tell you something, all this goodwill and, you know, hashtag be kind will get us so far because as soon as we are past the threat of this virus and the world resets and we go back to normal, you'll get one day of grace Mark my words, you've got 24 hours of grace to sit and take a breath. And then at one minute past midnight on day two, those fucking debt-collecting cunts will be straight after you. Straight fucking after you. Nobody gives a fuck, man. Nobody fucking cares. And that's what amazes me still at this point. This government doesn't give a fuck about you. The Tories didn't give a fuck about anyone. 
before they get voted in and now they're in you, you think that they give a they don't give a fuck they don't care God knows what's going to happen man it's it's worrying times ahead I, I have gone from the month of March being close to if not uh, my best earner for the year so far and I know we're only three months into the year um, but it would have been my best earner for the for the year um, and the thing is as well especially stand up and, and doing what I do it's peaks and troughs man you know so you're up and down and the, after the first weekend the diary is wiped out man I had two gigs cancelled last weekend Friday, Saturday I've had the following weekend or this weekend coming up cancelled uh, the last weekend as well which was uh, a big gig I was doing uh, and it's it's gone um, you know and it's hard man because I have friends who obviously are, are comics I have friends who are musicians I've got friends who who run cafes coffee shops and it's, it's fucking hard man you know what do you do what do you do fuck knows who knows man but I hope you are safe whatever's happening I hope you are safe and I hope you're looking after each other it sounds as if I'm just about to fucking put a gun in my mouth and blow my brains out. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> right, let's fucking play on. In these uncertain times we find ourselves in, now more than ever, the battlefield show needs your support. It's time to grow the army and take the fight to the mainstream. You can support the show in a number of ways. Firstly, make sure you follow all the social media channels, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. All links are available from my website, scottgibsoncomedy.co.uk. Subscribe to the show through your podcast player. We are available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and many others. Just search The Battlefield Show. And finally, now you can donate to the show by becoming a Patreon subscriber. This will give you access to all future content along with special Patreon-only episodes and videos. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Gibson and become a Patreon subscriber today. Now back to the episode. Onwards. I um, I got Apple TV this week, and actually when I got my new iPhone, I didn't even realise that I had an option to get Apple TV free for a year, so... Huge fan of Always Sunny, as I'm sure most of you know. Um, if you haven't watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it's it's one of the best shows ever, if not the best. And if you don't like it, then you're you're wrong. You know, there, there's a lot of things are open to debate and discussion. But no, Sunny, if you don't like that, you're you're wrong because it's fucking bright. But Rob McKelmy, um 
one of the actors, writers, creators of Sunny, uh, has got a new show, Mythic Quest. And it's on Apple TV, man. And it's fucking brilliant. I, absolutely, I blasted through nine episodes of it. Uh, so there's nine episodes in the first series. I really hope it gets made into a second series because it's fucking great, man. It's great. It's set in a, one of these online games. Uh, you know, like, was it War, World of Warcraft or something? I'm, I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer, guys. You know? Hey, I like a bit of Mario Kart as much as the next man. Championship manager, right? FM. Yes, I have lost many a day to FM in the past, but I'm no, I'm no what you would call a gamer. I don't have a specifically designed chair in which to game in. Okay, I'm not a cosplayer, right? I don't dress up as a wizard or a warlock, go out searching for young cosplayers. It's no my thing, but if it's your thing, fucking rock on, brother. But the program is great, and it's set in that world. It's set by a sorry, it's set in a office of a company who who make this game, Mythic Quest, one of the biggest games around. And uh, it's great, good characters, good writing. Uh, if you've got Apple TV, uh, I would watch it. Uh, and if you don't, consider getting it, man, because there's actually quite a lot of stuff in there. It's odd how. I'm a fan of Apple products, right? And it's it's impressive how all their market everything is just so sleek and it all looks the exact same. Even little things like I had bought the film Arco, which is a fucking great film, a couple of years ago now on on an old iPhone, not even on this one. But because it's still my same Apple ID, when I logged into Apple TV, boom, the fucking recording came up as well. And I thought, he's a fucking clever cunt, that boy. That jobs. He's a clever boy, man. One thing I, I did watch that, uh, again, just fucking shit telly, do you know what I mean? Is it five five guys in a week? Is that what it's called on Channel 4? Fuck me. It's like the, the reverse of Love is Blind, but follows the exact same theme of the fucking bile that is humanity. Basically, um... In a, in a gender power play, uh, it's a woman um, has five guys come run her house and live there for a week. And at the end of the week, one of them is getting pumped, right? Now, obviously, if that was the other way around, and it was a guy with five women, and one of them was getting pumped at the end of the week, it would be shut down for being sexist. But some woman, uh, single mother, gets the fucking lads run, each of them's a wee bit different, right? One's got a guitar. Fucking asshole. Um, you know, and, and they come round and she talks to them. She's like, hey, fucking, who wants to pump me? And then over each day, she ditches one. And then at the end, uh, she picks one to pump. And fucking they live happily ever after. Now, the interesting bit in it was you... The guys get to talk about themselves. And, you know, they get to say, oh, listen, listen. I don't know why I'm still single, but I'm just looking for love. And what I found lovely was at the start of it, at the start, she says that she would always pick someone who is creative or someone who had personality over someone who was financially stable or who had money. That's what she said. Now, that wasn't forced upon her. That wasn't a question that was asked. Nobody went, what would you rather have, a creative type or a current with money? Nobody asked her that. She offered that information up unopposed 
And then at the end, what happens? She picks the rich one. Who rocks up with a fucking £1,200 shite jacket, according to him, and a bottle of plonk, you know? And here's the thing, right? Just like Love is Blind, if you're sitting and there's some fucking douchebag, no, they're all pretty ugly-looking boys. Let's no kid on here. Right, there's no oil paintings in this house. And I'm not saying that the woman deserved more because, let's just say, she had quite a heavy gumpy tooth ratio, right? That's all I'm saying. But to offer up that advice, going, I'm just really looking for a creative type, you know, someone who I can go for long walks with, enjoy a bottle of wine, and just, you know, talk about life and creativeness. I'm not really looking for someone with money, no, that's, that's shallow. And then at the end, where do you do it? You're a banker and you've got a £1,200 jacket. Get in, my fanny. <laughs> Five guys in a week. Know what I thought it was? I thought it was going to be uh, an in-depth look at the, the burger retail industry in the UK. See what I've done there? I've taken the Five Guys the restaurant and I've teamed that with Five Guys the TV show and I've made a joke. You're welcome. You get this off three, I can't. But it was uh, a terrible programme. Um, something you should watch, though. I really want to watch, I don't know why I've been thinking about this the last few days. I really want to watch Blues Brothers. I know. Really want to watch Blues Brothers. I've not seen it in fucking ages. That and Mrs. Brown's Boys. I think it's because I've got my Connolly picture up in the in the office in HQ, stroke spare bedroom. And um, obviously the news was out as well that he's he's now he's not doing any more public appearances. Billy, I fucking love you. So, I think that's what I heard. Mrs. Brown's Boys, what a film, man. See, if you've never seen it, it's a fucking great film. Connolly's awesome in it. I've never bought into this idea that he's a bad actor. I think Billy Connolly's a great actor. I think he's played some shite roles in the past. And for the little bit of insight I've had into the uh, entertainment industry, a lot of it comes down to agents, you know, contacts. It's not really about fucking what skill people have got or talent. I mean, you think uh, over the years, some of the stories you've heard of people who were offered films, and you think, what the fuck? Remember, apparently, Will Smith was offered Neo in fucking The Matrix. What a pile of shit that'd have been. Will Smith was offered fucking Wiki Wiki Wow Wow Wiki Wow Wow West. Will Smith was offered Neo in The Matrix instead of fucking Keanu Durface Reeves. John Wick. And they couldn't turn it down because they wouldn't let him sing a theme tune. What? Well, listen. We've got this film, mate. Matrix. Right? We're all inside a fucking alien test tube. Right? The world's no real. you got to take a blue pill or a red pill. Right? The blue pill fucking unplugs you for the system. And you, you, you're going to go and fight the fucking spiders. Or the other pill lets you see fucking, you know, Morpheus's fucking daughter getting pumped. What, what do you want to do? Do you want to stay in the Matrix or go to the Matrix? And he's like, I'll do it. But I want to sing a theme tune. Like, there's no theme tune, you mad cunt. It's the Matrix. It's fucking numbers falling from the sky and cunts dodging bullets. No, hear me out. It's the Matrix. Oh, I'm the Matrix. <laughs> What would the what would the theme tune to the Matrix have been if Will Smith had played Neo? 
I mean, they, these are the... This is why it makes you think that there must be alternative universes. There's another world out there. There's another fucking... Big Scott Gibson living in a world where he's got 17 listeners to a podcast. No, the 14. But hey, don't think for a minute I don't love each and every one of you. I value you. I love you all. Fucking time to grow these numbers. But there's somebody sitting in another world. You, you, listen now. There's another version of you in another world where fucking Will Smith played Neo and sang a theme tune. Fuck me. What a world. What would the theme tune to The Matrix be? I don't know. It's not my thing. It's not my skill. It's not my wheelhouse. You know? But, Keanu Reeves, man. You know, he probably came in for his interview. Like, do you want me to read some of the lines? First question. Do you think this film should have a theme tune? He's like, no. You're hired. You're hired. Do you need me to read then? No, you're hired. You're hired, you mad, sad-looking bastard. You're in. So we need to get some good films, man. He gets through the quarantine. Gets through this difficult time. Stay together. You know? Get ourselves through the fucking hard times. How are we going to cope? Who knows? If you've got any boxes, one thing I've started watching, me and the missus, and uh, I love it. Good writing, man. Fucking, there's some absolutely brilliant one-liners in it. It's called Shit's Creek. Um, couple of the characters very very annoying um, and it's get so I can only watch I, normally I'll binge something like fucking just blast through it I, I'm, I'm struggling I'm doing like maybe three episodes max right 20 minutes so about an hour I can last an hour and then I need a break because and I understand this was like a kind of love project it's Eugene Levy and his son uh, they're both in it, they've written it and created it, right? So I think they've put some of their friends in it, or at least they've... It's like a love project, right? But the guy who plays the uh, mayor um, on the show, in fact, I'm just going to get his name up just now. Um, cast of Shits Creek. Uh, so there's a guy who plays the mayor in it, and his name is Chris Elliott. Um, now he is garbage Uh, garbage that's probably the best word to describe him he's garbage his character is shit and he is a shit actor and he's very fucking annoying and the the daughter the sister uh, is getting equally annoying but wonderful wonderful show Catherine O'Hare is the fucking mother from Home Alone, right? And she plays the mother in this. And can I just say, time has not been kind to that woman. My God. Now, I don't know if it's because you're no used to seeing old birds in the telly. There's nothing wrong with that. There's fucking old birds in real life, you know? You go and see your granny. She looks like a granny, right? She's no got a pair of fucking fake bangers and a fat arse on her, right? She's got a fat arse, but it's a fat granny arse. She looks like a granny, Okay. And a woman Catherine's age should look like the way she looks. But it's sometimes you, you, you see her and you go, fuck me, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It's it's aggressive on the eye. That's what I'm saying. Here. But what a show, man. Get it watched. Shit's Creek. Five seasons. I've been told seasons one to four are good and the fifth one goes a bit off 
uh, course. These things happen, you know. These things happen. Um. So I watch it, man. It's great. Shit's Creek. It's on Netflix. As everyone is. Does anyone ever actually watch it on Amazon? I don't know. I don't know what I've watched on that. I need. I need to find some good TV, some good drama, or some good. See, like the first series of True Detective, right? I know it went a bit off fucking course in the last episode, but. Like the first season of True Detective, when you watched that, you went fucking. How can cunts not just make good telly this all the time? That I need, I need something else like that to get my teeth in it. So if you, if you, have you got any recommendations or any good films? Fucking get in touch, man. Um, website scottgibsoncom.co.uk. All the links to social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are on there. Follow me and all those things. Join the fucking mailing list. Why not, man? Eh? Now's the time to do it. We're in the fucking bunker, right? We're gonna be churning these fucking episodes out left, right, and centre. Okay? Making some content. Fucking check it out, man. I put two videos up on YouTube this week, actually. I'm going to make another couple of them. Um, I quite like doing it. Uh, it's called ban- Banter on the Balcony. It's basically me sitting on my balcony with a coffee, talking shit. Okay? It's kind of arty. It's in black and white. Fucking check me out. Give it a watch, man. It's on YouTube. Um, if you like it, great. Share it. And if you don't like it, fucking go fuck yourself. I don't care. You know? This is the other thing in life. Now that we're all on lockdown, now that we're fucking team quarantine, people need to realise I am not a sheep. Right? I know, there, I know there are comics out there and I can only speak for comedians because I'm a comedian, right? But listen, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm fucking one of the best there is. You don't know how lucky you are to have me. There, I said it. I said it! Now, there are comedians who will take feedback and who will say, did you just not like what I just did there? I'm really sorry, guys. Let me change that. Is that okay? How about that? A bit more of this? A little bit less of that? Is that better? Do you like that? I couldn't give a fuck. I couldn't give a fuck. I do. I say. I create. What makes me happy makes me smile. Makes all I do. And, I, and the hope is that enough of you out there agree, you build a wee fucking army, dare I say a following, and we fucking struggle through life together. Okay? But we're going to have to fucking, there's going to be a bit of give with the take team. Alright? I love you, but it's time to fucking up your game. You need to get these numbers up. We need to share the fuck out of this show. We need to start sharing the content. And we need to fucking... We need to build the army, man. We need to build the army. Now, go to the website, get on the socials, fucking get on the mailing list. And if you've got some questions, if you've got any you want to talk about, fucking send it over because the likelihood is we're going to be doing a few more of these podcasts than we normally would do because we're on fucking lockdown. And you need some content to get you through the apocalypse, so... I'm here for you team, I'm here for you, right, never got any done the last episode, I have got a fucking plethora in front of me here, um, so let's do some listeners questions. Okay team, thanks to everybody who got in touch, um, 
We've got questions across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Fucking check you guys out, eh? Check you guys out. Right, let's just go into Facebook. Let's pull these up. Um, first off, thank you to everybody who got in touch, man. We've got fucking loads of questions here, and if I don't get to them in this episode, um, I'll certainly pick them up in the next one, or possibly the fucking very new, exciting Patreon-only episodes that will be dropping very soon. Oh, teasing. I'm teasing you. Andy Bailey. Andy Boy, Andy to the B, Big Bale, Big Bale A, Big Bale I. <laughs> Andy asked, the apocalypse is bored deep upon us. Yes, it is, Andy. Bored deep, mate. Can feel it tickling the gooch. You've not been able to get to the shops. Oh, it's a scenario he's painting, right? I love it. The apocalypse is bored deep upon us. You've not been able to get to the shops. You have to raid the freezer for a council dinner. Classic, Andy. What are you having? And he said here... He's having curried crispy pancakes. May God be with you, brother. I have once in my life partaken in a crispy pancake and I almost pulled a muscle in my neck trying to strain to stop myself from vomiting on the horrific texture. How did fucking cunts live on that stuff? Free benthos pie, that used to be the thing, man, right? And then once I caught my fucking flatmate, the dirty bastard, he would always say, if we're having a free benthos, he would say, mate, I'll fucking play. You say, hey, get free phone, crack a can, I'll plate it. And the cunt used to lift the fucking pastry lid up, because you could lift it like a fucking frisbee. And he would move more meat into his half, and then cut it down the middle. The fucking cunt, man. Sitting eating it going, this is all pastry and I've got a kidney. Where the fuck's a steak? Andy, um, nothing better than a council dinner, mate. Nothing better. You know? Maybe a week or two before holiday. You're off to fucking Torquay for a week. Blackpool. And you're saying to yourself, she's got to fucking defrost the freezer, man. She's got to defrost the freezer. And your mom would call you doing, and there would be a fucking, a buffet. A buffet of deep fried beige on the countertop. If you're lucky, you've maybe got a wee, a, a hot steaming bowl of spaghetti hoops as some fucking sauce, some moisture in this oven ready meal. Nothing better than that, man. Because sometimes you'll go into your freezer, you know, and you'll fight. I found a fucking, eh? What are they called? What's the ice cream on the stick? <laughs> Fucking What's the ice cream on that stick? The, a Magnum. A, a white chocolate. The best Magnum there is. I found a fucking white chocolate Magnum in the freezer the other day. Uh, and did I say to my missus, hey, do you want this? Did I? Fuck me. I fucking ate it quietly in the corner like a fucking rat. Like an animal. So it depends what you go in the freezer now. If I if I'm if I'm to say to you what my freezer is at the moment, it's it's depressing, mate. I'm not gonna lie to you, right? It's a fucking it's a veggie vegan paradise in there, right? It's 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 hell. Okay. That's why you've got to be prepared, people. Now I've just seen like we said, Amazon aren't delivering anymore. I don't know if that's gonna affect us, right? Fucking Lidl's are getting cleaned out. I don't know what's gonna to happen to us here, but stock up, man. Forget having 200 rolls of toilet paper. You should never be without at least 200 sausage rolls in the freezer. Okay? So if I'm getting in there the new mate, to fucking cough out my dinner, there's a lot of frozen veg in there. Right? Oh, straight off the bat, 
broccoli and cauliflower. I know that's there. I saw it last night. I've maybe got one bird's eye chicken burger. I know we've got some chips. After that, it's things like oomph, which is the the vegan shawarma, which is actually fucking pretty tasty. I'm not going to lie to you, right? I know there's some of you sitting tutting. I can hear you tutting, right? I can fucking hear you tutting. I'm telling you right now, man, it's just it's just protein. It's fucking actually all right. See if you get a wee bag of that oomph, that frozen shawarma, right? Stick it in a dry pan, okay? And you put a wee bit of taco seasoning on that. Oh, fry that up, stick it in a fucking... A wee wrap. Yes, mate. Now we're talking. So what's in there? I've got frozen veg, mate. I've got chips, right? I've got chicken burgers. Keep going, man. Pile it on, pile it on. I have got some sausage rolls. I know that. And there may even be a wee sausage in there as well. Maybe even a wee vegetarian sausage. So, mate, we just cook it all up, get it on, and then you're just looking for something to soften it. Right? And if you're lucky, tin of spaghetti or a squat of brown sauce. Nothing wrong with a council dinner, man. You know? Maybe you get the odd fucking rogue uh, Yorkshire pudding in there. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah? Sometimes that's a, that's the fucking the luck of the dice with a council dinner when you're young as well because you, you you would your mom would be like dinner, you know. And you've got if you, if it's a council because if it's a normal dinner, you're all getting the same, right? Four plates, four servants, dinner, no questions, right? And your mother has been fucking making dinner since the cows came home. The woman knows a portion size, right, to the fucking gram. Every cunts get the same to the gram. Now some people may have dietary requirements and I don't mean dietary requirements like modern times where it's young Finley can't eat fucking dairy you know or Sebastian's allergic to nuts their dietary requirements in the 90s where the beans can't touch the chips right that was the dietary requirements then I'll have a tomato if it's cut lengthways okay that's the kind of thing your mom was dealing with back in the day. None of this is organic. Was it was it raised on a farm by Polish workers? Get the fuck out of my house. We would have things like, Ma, I can't have the beans touching my egg. I can't have it. You need you need to fucking you, there needs to be a barrier. There needs to be a barrier down there. But we're a council dinner, you know. It's just four plates, man. Everything's getting cooked. And there's no, your, your ma's no go any, she's not got any favourites, right? There's, there's no family hierarchy when it comes to a council dinner. It's four plates, or how many plates are in your house? She turns to face the plates with a fucking tray of battered goodness. And then it's just one for you, one for you, one for you, and walks away down the line. So if, let's say there's four plates and there's only three fucking Yorkshire puddings. One cunt's no getting a Yorkshire pudding. Somebody's gone without a Yorkie and you don't want it to be you. That's why it's a council dinner fucking down the stairs. Right? You're, you're primed, you're ready. Maybe you're even doing the stairs before it. Maybe you even get in the kitchen and say, Mother, can I fucking help? And she'll be like, I know your game. You want to see the plates first. It's not happening. You're like, I tried. Good question, Andy. I imagine there'll be quite a few 
Kun so dinner's happening over the next coming days and weeks. Maybe even months. Who knows? Who knows? Good question, mate. On Facebook, big Scott Gibson. No, that's wrong. That's wrong, mate. Fuck me. Scott Gibson comedy on Facebook. Check it out. Right, Twitter. A uh, friend of mine, Carly Farley. Eh? Carly Farley has asked a cutting question. Would you rather be shagged by a tiger and live or eaten by a shark and die? Now. Shocking, Carly. Shocking question. The way the world is. The horror that people are having to deal with now. This question's been forced upon us. And you as a listener will now, no doubt, be asking and answering this question yourself. Would you rather be shagged by a tiger and live? Or eaten by a shark and die? Now. How intense is the shagging? (laughs) That's the first question. Is it a quick in and out? Or is it a serious, me and the tiger are going for dinner? I'm having to listen to his problems. Why is it a guy tiger? I don't know, Scott. Maybe it's a woman tiger. But then I'd be shagging her. So it's a guy tiger, right? I don't know what the equivalent of a tiger tinder is. Maybe it's still Tinder. <laughs> Tigra. Or as a case, I'm, I'm hiking. It's after the fucking the virus, right? The world's gone. I'm trying to get to higher ground to transmit a signal in the hope that I can find the quarantine zone or the fucking the commune. Tiger comes out. All right, big man. Oh, here we go. Next minute, fucking draws her off. Tiger's in me. How big's a tiger's bobby? There's another question. How aggressive is the lovemaking? Some, a- some animals. In and out. You know, I think I could be wrong here. I'm not an educated man. I think it's just us and monkeys that have a pump for pleasure. Other animals might be fucking job done. You know, up the road. See you later. Who's going to know about the pumping? Has it been filmed? Why would it be filmed? I don't know. <laughs> my problem is I'm avoiding the shark thing right because I don't want to die at sea that's my thing I don't want to drown I'd rather die any other way than drowning you know now if the shark is attacking me on dry land I'd maybe consider that attack right if I'm in a pub after the band's been lifted minding my own business having a, a nice half pint of crisp cider you know, some shark walks past me, bumps into me, and I'm like, hey, fucking watch yourself. And he's like, what'd you say? Next minute, fucking scrap and shoes with me and the shark. If I'm honest with you, I fancy my chances. I've just had fucking three months quarantined in the house, living in council dinners. I'd fucking take the shark. We all know how to kill a shark. In the eyeballs, fucking the nose, gone. Tiger, again. Could you... No, I'm not saying this for, for comedy value, John. Do you think you could fucking take a tiger in a fight if you're tooled up? I'm I'm serious. And I know a lot of you are like, fucking no chance. Think about it, right? You've seen enough films. Now, if you can can get over the fear, because if you saw a tiger on the street, you'd be like, fuck me, it's a tiger. And you'd shit yourself, right? No, the tiger's won, you're done. But if you can compose yourself, you know? Tiger's fucking coming at you full pelt, you're like, hold... Hold! 
no! And you, you slide under it. Because here's the thing, you don't... You're not going to go face-to-face with a tiger, right? You're not going to keep it at the jab. You know? Fucking work the body, few of the chops. You need to go underneath it, because if it gets one of the paws on you, you're a goner. So you slip underneath the cunt, knife to the throat, slice down the stomach, fucking couple of stabs in the kidneys. I think the tiger's done. I think you could take a tiger in a fight. But you've asked the question, Carly, would you rather be shagged by a tiger and live or eaten by a shark and die? I'd I'd rather live. I'd rather live. I'd rather live. So I suppose we're getting shagged by a tiger. Huh? And there you go, team. Just goes to show you when you think you've hit rock bottom, there's always a few levels below you, right? We all thought this is the world that we live in and this is as bad as it gets. But no, there's a chance you're going to get shagged off a tiger. So, you know, life life can always... Life can always get weirder. <laughs> Right, and let's do let's do another one uh, quickly. And let's say, guys, thanks to everyone who got in touch. I've got loads of questions here. Um, we'll pick some up in the next episode or on the uh, the wee cheeky ones are going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, right, let's go to Instagram then. Uh, Ross Nielsen, Ross Nielsen, one, two, three, Rossy boy. Ross, mate, your your Instagram name is the perfect one. It's like you must add some numbers or figures after your name. You're like, oh, fucking Ross Nielsen, one, two, three. Ross has said uh, a coffee update. What are we using? Beans? Question mark. V sixty Aeropress. Well, Ross, I'm happy to say um, that we've gone V sixty, mate. We've gone the route of the pour over, and I have to say, it is a superior coffee experience. Um, I've got the Hario V60, um, I've got the wee Hario uh, jug as well. And right, here, here's my tip, right, if you don't know what a V60 is, or pour over coffee, you'll have seen them in fucking hipster coffee shops, right? Because, I'm, I mean, I'm no, I'm no a hipster, I am the enemy of a hipster, right? In that... I understand them, but they don't understand me, you know? So, if you imagine you you put your grounds, uh, you get your coffee beans, you grind them, and you put your coffee grounds inside the filter, and then you pour the water over, right, you go through some stages, like the bloom stage, hmm, check me out, and then you, you pour however much water you need, and you allow it to, to drip through, right? It takes a couple of minutes, two, three minutes max. So it's not really a long thing. You think in the morning you boil a kettle, you put it on the fucking jug, whatever, right? So it's not, it isn't that much longer than just brewing a cup of instant coffee. But the taste is sensational, man. It's, it's a good cup of coffee, right? Now, it's not going to be like the coffee that you get just now in coffee shops because that's an espresso machine they're using right they're making espresso and they're making drinks from that so like your latte comes from an espresso americano well no americano sometimes they'll put espresso in water but this is more like an americano it's a thinner better tasting coffee and the odd thing is I I like a sweet coffee so I'll have a a sugar or two right in my coffee whereas when I when I brew my own coffee through the V60 I, t- I take far less sugar because it's just a much cleaner taste it's a better taste 
I don't have an Aeropress. I don't think I'll get an Aeropress. Um, just because the cleanup from the V60 is so easy. I brew the coffee, uh, you let it sit, and then the, the bed, or what's left of the coffee after the water's drained through it, you simply pick up the, the paper, uh, the filter, and you just throw it in the bin. It's very quick, it's very easy. The only thing I would change is there's three sizes to the, the V60. So it's made by a company called Hario, H-A-I-R-O, Japanese company. And they've got three sizes. They've got one, two, and three. So I went for two, middle of the road, play it safe. The only thing, I wish I'd gone for uh, the three, the biggest one. Not because there's much difference, not because I would be brewing more coffee. I just feel as if it would give me a little bit more space to work with in the actual filter itself. So if you are thinking about getting a, a V60 or a pour over, I would get the third size, get the big one. And like I said, there's not much difference in price. And these are cheap. I mean, they're plastic, right? But they're, 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 they're solid, man. They're no cheap plastic. Um, you can get metal ones. I would avoid it. I would stick with the plastic one. The metal one gets really hot. It's difficult to handle. It can affect the temperature as well uh, when you're when you're pouring the water. Uh, some some things I've read the coffee's getting burnt with the heat of the metal. So stick to the plastic one. Much better, much easier, easy to clean, easy to store. But get the third one. Now I'm I'm I know why I got one here. I'm trying to get into beans, man. But I'm I'm trying to buy more local stuff, right? And I think everything that's going on just now with businesses going bust. Fucking hell, man. And the struggle that people are going to be feeling over the next kind of couple of weeks and months, maybe even years. I think now it's more important for us to be shopping local as much as you can. But certainly thinking more about where we get stuff from. You know, food, services, where we get it from. If you... And I, and I know that it's easy to say, and I know that it's not it's not possible for all of us. I get that. But if you're going out for a coffee, for example, and your options are Starbucks, Costa, um, Cafe Nero, or an independent, go to the independent. Just do it, man. And I'll tell you this, it will not be that much more expensive. It won't be. It's not like you're going to Starbucks and you're paying three quid for a coffee. And then you go to an independent and you're paying nine fifty. It it doesn't work like that. If anything, you'll be paying the same price. You may even pay less. You may pay a bit more. But if you are paying more, it's gonna be ten P, fifty P at the most. Go to the wee local guy. And see if you don't have an independent coffee shop. Just go to a wee cafe. Go to a greasy spoon man. Sit and have a coffee there. Cause they need your money far more than fucking Starbucks does, trust me. When you're going to go and get, you know, fruit and veg, meat, go to a butcher, man. You, you, there's no reason for us not to go to butchers. And again, I understand not everyone can do it. I understand not everyone's got the time to do it. I get that, right? You know, some of your young families, big families, busy lives, you need to go in a shop, get everything and fuck off. I understand it. But those of us who can need to start doing it more. We need to start shopping local. You know, like, for example, tonight, hopefully I'll fucking twist the missus leg into letting us get a wee pizza and watching a film, right? So, there's no point in you going 
Domino's, fucking Pizza Hut. Get a local place, man. Whether it be a restaurant that delivers or you've got a local pizza shop. I'm very lucky that I've got two amazing pizza places here. Just think about things like that because after everything that we're going through the now and what's going to happen in the coming months, man, we're going to lose a lot of really great places. We're going to lose a lot of good people and we'll also probably miss out. There'll be people just now who possibly could have had the next big thing or, or had a great thing on your road, on your street, on your high street, and they may have been put off by it because the way the service industry has been treated or supported by the government. Do you know what I mean? I, my other passion in life is food. I would love to be involved in food and somehow. But I was thinking the other day, I'm going, can you imagine if I hadn't been a comic and I'd, I'd actually pursued that and I'd maybe been a chef at a restaurant or I was doing my own you know, cafe, brunch thing, food truck, whatever it may be, I'd, I'd just be equally as fucked as I am now. You know, so try and shop local as, as much as you can. There is a place in Edinburgh called uh, Williams & Johnson Coffee Company. Uh, they're based down in Leith, uh, um, Custom Lane. Um, they've got a, a, a roastery, um, which is a, a nice word to say in my accent, a roastery uh, in there where they, they roast their own beans. And uh, and then you can buy them. You can buy them pre-ground. You can buy them uh, in bean form. Uh, not a single bean, but you can buy um, a bag of beans. Lovely packaging. Um, which and I know again, right? I shouldn't go by. Don't judge a book by its cover, but it's a nice package. I like it. it feels nice. It's got a nice feel in the hand. So um, I've got some beans from there. Uh, check them out. I, I think they deliver. I think you can get them online. Um, and if you're in Edinburgh, get down to Leith uh, and fucking check them out. Williams and Johnson Coffee Company. Um, and this uh, bean that I am currently holding, um, I'm not even going to try and fucking uh, say what it is. It's basically from the uh, the Congo. Eh? They drink it in the Congo. Umbongo. Um, it gives you the origin. Democratic Republic of Congo. It tells you, now this is all from the farm, right? So if you really want to get fucking heavy into it, you know, you can dazzle your fucking dinner guests, right? Or as I do, sit and talk to the tour manager in the morning when I'm having a coffee. And I go, do you know that these uh, these beans were from the Congo? Now, I don't know how great I would feel about it. I've flown beans for the Congo, right? I mean, I imagine that's going to fucking impact on the world a wee bit. But I don't know. Uh, it tells me the owner, Ebu Maru. Don't know if that's the real name. Uh, what have we got here? From the Blue Mountains. Blue Ridge Mountain, West Virginia, the Blue Mountains of uh, the Congo, uh, fully washed and dried on African beds. It even gives, gives you the altitude. That's how fucking much detail some of these coffee wankers can go in. This, this uh, note, tasting note, gives you the altitude in which they're grown at. 1,700 to 1,900 metres above sea level. I don't know if that uh, if that affects the taste of the bean, but I can tell you um, it's a it's a fucking delightful um, bean. William and Johnson Coffee Company, uh, the Congo, associate Maita with a taste of honey, grape, and prune, and I can confirm mm, it tastes like coffee, but it's good. It's good stuff, man. Um, Next thing on the list for the coffee is an espresso machine, man. It is. It's the next thing on the list. Um, I've seen a couple I want. I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what. I mean, I'm not doing fuck all through because we're on lockdown, right? And fucking money's tight. Imagine I rocked up here with a fucking 
three, four hundred pound coffee machine. Oh, she'd fucking cut my legs off. But there is a an old school coffee machine that I saw. Um, I might try and get my hands on a pure fucking a rugged metal old fashioned Italian bastard, which would be a good one to get. Um, so that's going to be the next purchase, and uh, a bar grinder as well. Um, I I know the grinder I'm going to get, um, but for now. We make do what we have. But yeah, listen, see if you enjoy a coffee, man, right? I, I basically got it because I drink a lot of coffee. I fucking love it. And every time I would go and get a good coffee somewhere, um, even you get surprised sometimes, you get a, you get a nice coffee in like a coffee shop, the independent one. And, and it all started for me in, uh, in Soho in London. Fucking check me out at the uh, Little Italy when I had a coffee there, and it reminded me of being in Barcelona, because Barcelona is one of the finest coffees I've ever had in my life, just, again, like, like being in Amsterdam, you just sit and go, just a coffee, and they bring you just this delicious, wee coffee, and that's when I started to get a bit older at this point, so I was probably my early 30s, and I started to think, right, you know what, you love coffee, you need to start getting into coffee, same as, I love my food, man, so we're getting back into cooking, and we're getting a bit better at it, but get a V60, honestly, it's fucking easy, man, Get, if you're if you're struggling, go on YouTube and watch a video, and see once you've watched a video once, you're, you're fine. I use I use thirty grams of coffee to five hundred grams of water, and it gives you about half a liter, and that's my conversion. No, and and you can tailor that as much as you want, but that's that's where you usually go. They say sixty grams to a liter, so I go thirty grams of coffee to five hundred grams, and that fills the the Hario two jug. And it gives me a nice amount of coffee. And then once I've brewed it, I put it into the wee metal coffee pot that I've got so it keeps it warm. And I'll get about two mugs or three of the wee cups I've got with it. And I'll just sit and do a bit of work and have a coffee. And it's nice. But do it, man. Get them. You can get the V60s for like fucking a tenner. Not even that online. I know that Amazon's not delivering. I fucking don't know. But check it out, man. Do it. If you enjoy coffee, get yourself a wee kit. Brew some at home. You will not be disappointed, man. Good question, but guys, good question. Ross, thanks for that. Uh, uh, Andy and Carly, thanks for the questions. And thanks for everybody going to touch. Like I said, lots more. Some good food ones in there as well. Um, a really good question for Lee Ormiston, um, which we'll be asking in the next episode, Lee. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, who got in touch. Uh, if you want to do so, go to the website, scottgibsoncomedy.co.uk. Um, fill in the form if you want to send it anonymously. Or... Get on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I will post when I'm recording and you can fire your questions and topics in that way. But thanks everybody who got in touch um, with this one's for the listeners' questions. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a fucking local DJ. Oh, coming up in five, traffic report. <laughs> Right, we're going to do uh, one news item very quickly because again, I, again I said I was going to keep this to an hour. And I gave me fucking rumble past an hour. So, um, I'm spoiling you. I'm fucking spoiling you. But let's do this, man. Let's do a quick news item um, from everyone's favourite shite newspaper. It's the Metro. Play the jingle! No headlines required, because we're only doing one fucking story. And here it is. Amidst 
the absolute fucking shite pit that is the world we live in. A news item that the people in the metro have decided to go with is this. I'll just read the headline for you. Sky writing could return to the UK for the first time in 60 years. That's right. Let me read that again. Sky writing could return to the UK for the first time in 60 years. It's the fans' favourite, RHP, Richard Hartley Parkinson, back with this one. Sky writing. You know, like when people would say, will you marry me? And they write it in the sky. Or like, Klopp's a cunt. Right, stuff like that. They think that sky writing's going to come fucking back. <laughs> Is that... Everybody, there's people who will bend. The worst thing for me about this whole coronavirus situation is there'll be some fucking cunt in London, right? Sitting in like one of the, you know, hedge funds. He's sitting in front of a, a load of TV monitors that look like the Matrix, right? With his fucking £2,000 suit on. And he'll be looking at all these numbers flashing in front of him. Markets crashing. People losing their job. People losing their lives. And he'll be looking at it going... If I fucking take that out of there and invest into that and move that for that and then bang, the cunt's made fucking two billion quid. You know? I love that everything that's going on, there's an old guy with a fucking banged up second hand plane going, listen, Margaret, Skyriding's coming back. <sighs> Let's read on. The ban on Skyriding in which planes pen messages in the air using smoke, I mean, most of us know what skywriting is, could be repealed after 60 years under new government proposals. The practice involves planes emitting smoke while in the air at between 7,000 and 14,000 feet, with messages visible for around four minutes. <laughs> four minutes, man. That's longer than fucking Instagram. Skywriting and sky typing. Now, sky typing is a different thing. Where multiple planes are used in formation. Oh, that's sky typing. Right? Multiple planes. Must be a big message. Eh? It's more than 140 characters. Um, they were banned in 1960 due to safety concerns, but the Department for Transport has opened a public consultation on repealing the prohibition. The DFT also said it wanted to amend regulations from 1995 to allow advertising activities of sky typing and sky writing to be lawfully conducted. Fuck me. Is this is this where we're going now? People are going to be advertising in the fucking sky. And you probably wouldn't even need planes anymore, that's the thing. Just send like fucking 40 drones up there with coloured smoke. John is a bobag. <laughs> Subscribe to my podcast. This maybe we could do that. We could we could all chip in and get a battlefield show skywriting fucking thing put up in the air. Subs- like and subscribe to my podcast. Uh, the article goes on and says it's important to stress that the potential additional emissions resulting from sky typing and skywriting activities are expected to be minimal and have a negligible impact overall on L- on lead emissions in the UK. And that's it. Fuck me. That's the whole story. <laughs> I just scrolled down there to read to read the fucking rest of it, and that's the fucking story. There you go, man. 
Skyrine's coming back, team. Eh? As we're stuck in the house, as the fucking last bar of internet goes down, we'll still be able to cyber bully cunts by writing a fucking dirty message in the sky. There you go. They can treat, they can teach pilots to fly so they can spell out stuff, but can they draw an aubergine emoji in the air? That's the fucking question. Hey, that was your news item, man. Skywriting, make a return. Okay, team, that's us. Uh, episode 20 in the fucking bag. Um, thank you for listening as always. Uh, it's time to build it, man. It's time to fucking build this. The the situation that we're in, work-wise, is pretty fucking grim. So I want to keep bringing you content. I want to keep bringing you episodes. But we need to build it, man. We need to get the numbers up and we need to share it. If you listen to it, if you enjoy it, post it on your fucking socials, man. Subscribe to it. We're on every bastard and podcast channel you can imagine. It's on SoundCloud, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts. They're the big ones. We're on everything else. Stitcher, Acast, iHeartRadio, you name it. Search the Battlefield Show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and whenever I post a new episode, it'll ping straight in so you don't have to worry about it. The option is there now for Patreon as discussed. We're not going to push this because I feel like I'm a fucking constant salesman and I hate it. But if you want to support the show, go to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. If you go to the website, all the links are available there. Now, if you are a Patreon, if you donate to the show that way and you help keep it running, there will be extra content for you. We're going to put out extra Patreon-only episodes, special one-off things, everything will go through there. But the normal podcast will still come to you as usual. If you can support the show, everything helps. I understand we are all in the same boat and it's difficult, but if you feel as though you want to donate or support us, please do that. Patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. All the links on the website. As always, thank you for listening. Share it, like it, post it, do what you can build the numbers and honestly from the bottom of my heart thank you for listening stay safe i mean it fuck knows what's going to happen in the next couple of days the next couple of weeks look after each other be kind if anyone's struggling get in touch wash your hands wash your arsehole i'll see you in the battlefield soon onwards